Hi, everybody. My name is Julia, and this is the Life After Breath podcast. Today is Talk It Out Tuesday, where we talk about all the things, all of them. Okay, well, maybe not all of them, but we are going to chat and figure out the best ways to help us all find complete wellness and what that even means. We'll explore that and figure out what it means for you so that you can go kick ass and live the life of your dreams. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talk It Out Tuesday. And it's so weird to me that today's Tuesday, having Christmas on a Monday just kind of like messes with my head a little bit. So so this week, moving into the new year, there's a lot of things going on in our heads. We're recuperating. Those of us who celebrate Christmas, we're recuperating from that while at the same time gearing up for the new year. And there's so many things that we often like want to let go of as far as like baggage or um things that, you know, things that we want to aspire to in this new year. Some people choose words for the year. I've done that the last couple of years and it's really kind of cool. I feel like it's interesting to me what happens when you choose a word in late December for, you know, going into January um, for the whole new year or for the entirety of the year, I mean, and then um, how that word evolves into maybe another word and maybe another word. And so like planning for 12 months is like a little daunting because as you evolve, things change and so do your desires and your goals. So what I want to talk about today is a little bit of, first of all, let's celebrate where we've come from. Let's look at the last even just three months. And I can tell you, I've had pretty massive growth and lots of changes, including this podcast in just the last three months. So take a minute as you're figuring out your goals for the new year, take a minute to celebrate where you are now and how far you've come in the last 12 months. And I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes it feels like I don't, I haven't come far at all, but I want to pause on that because I know that when I first left my job, my corporate job, um, my full-time job. I, it's weird to call theater job corporate job. So that's why I, I don't usually say that. I usually just say full-time job. Um, when I left my full-time job and a year had passed, I was actually a little upset because I was not where I had hoped I would be financially. And I was approaching it and I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, you know, I want to celebrate it, but at the same time, I'm not where I wanted to be. So I don't, it doesn't feel worth celebrating. And then I was reminded of actually how much that I had accomplished, even in the fact that after a year, I was still surviving. After a year, I was still, you know, able to not have a full-time job and use and have my coaching career as my full-time job and, you know, not a supplemental job for it. And like, that's actually something to be hugely proud of and to celebrate immensely. And so like when you change your perspective, it seems to be a common theme in my life and in my coaching and obviously here, when you change your perspective and look at the whole picture, there's actually so much more to celebrate than you might think in that one area of not, you know, clearing 10 grand a month from my coaching business, you know, it, it also seems a little ridiculous to expect that from um, only having left my full-time job for a year. So like, let's, let's pull back a little bit. Let's take that 50,000 foot view and look at all that you've accomplished this year. And maybe that means that you are getting a little bit more sleep. Maybe that means that you are, um, that you're making more money, that you got a raise or that you've given yourself a raise or that you're taking this time out for yourself every day, you know, doing daily breath or doing some yoga or whatever it is that you're doing, 
There are little steps to celebrate along the way. It's not just about the big, massive goals. Okay, so maybe you didn't lose the 80 pounds that you wanted to, but you lost 20. Let's freaking celebrate the hell out of that. Do you know what I mean? So I want to encourage you first to take a little bit of time to celebrate, to celebrate you in all ways and shapes and forms. In fact, I would say that that's a really good New Year's resolution. I'm not big on resolutions, but that's a a big thing to think about is, What about celebrating you, something about you, something for you every single day this year? What about being grateful for something new every single day this year? Those are massive, massive goals. And like, I honestly think that they are life-changing goals because when you change your perspective and look for something like that, that is a positive affirmation really about yourself man, that has massive, massive long-term effects on your life, on your way of thinking, on your, so much, on your psyche, so much, so much, so much. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Celebrate something today, this week. Let's celebrate this past year. I think we get so focused on those resolutions and on the changes that we want to make that we forget to look back and see how far we've come. So that's step one. Step two Um, is something that I'm planning on doing this week and that we'll be talking about a little bit in our daily breaths if you listen. Um, And that is really connecting with myself and making sure that the choices and the decisions that I make in this new year and towards the goals that I want to set for myself in this new year are not necessarily influenced by the people or the society or the groups or whatever around me, the words of the people around me but actually coming from within. And so I do that by really taking some time to meditate, to journal, to self-reflect, and to connect to myself. And before I set out these goals for the year, just really have make sure that I'm listening. We do that a lot in our daily breath is telling ourselves that we're listening. That's really an important thing. And that is what Rebecca Campbell calls being soul led and not being led by the influences of the people in your life, even though they love you, like it has nothing to do with being influenced like bad influences. I mean, like so often, in fact, a girlfriend of mine told me today that her mother recently said, I just want you to find a man um, who will take care of you. Well, I don't necessarily need a man to take care of me. You know what I mean? And so it's a different perspective. But my friend could easily take that on and set out to find a man who would take care of her when in actuality her soul is saying, actually, I want a man to co-partner with me, that we take care of one another, that we, you know what I mean, that we grow and learn and have a life together. And that's a very different perspective. So that her mom was coming from an absolute place of love and wanting her little girl to be taken care of. And um, so those outside influences aren't always negative. In fact, very often they're not. That said, it still might not be your decision and what you as your inner being and your soul is leading you to do, not to mention your like physical perspectives, you know? Um, so that's why it's important to connect to yourself a little bit. Like if you want to take some time to really think about what your goals are going to be for 2024, start by taking a good five, 10 minutes to just connect to yourself, to breathe. I like lighting a candle, but it's not necessary. Breathe a little bit, really get focused on yourself and then start journaling, write some things down. What sounds good? What would make me feel good? And listen to, I say listen a lot. 
And obviously your inner being isn't necessarily talking to you. Sometimes those inner voices are more inner critic than actually like your soul led inner being. And we, it, you get to a point where you can try to sort of differentiate between that, um, the inner critic or the ego and also the, um, the inner being and your soul actually guiding you. Pay attention to how you feel. When it is intuitive, it's going to feel light and it's going to feel easy. It's going to just make you kind of internally smile. That is a soul led thought. That is you, that is your inner being. And when you can start, when you think about a goal, like I want to make sure that I move to a new building, let's say, or like you want to buy a home. Um, if that's the case, um, for you, then how does it make you feel when you think about it? Does it fill you with apprehension and dread? Then maybe that's not the goal for this year. Does it make you feel a little excited and nervous because it's a big deal? That's cool. There's a difference between that excitement and nervous kind of fear and like the daunting heavy fear. The daunting heavy fear, let's put that off till, till next year. Let's put that on the back burner. Let's focus on those things that when we think about them, when we think about accomplishing this goal and what it's going to do for our lives, those are the things that we want to pay attention to and really think, oh, cool. That is feels soul led. That feels, that feels really good for me to think about. So that means that I know that that is the right direction for me. It's really kind of interesting. Um, yoga with Adrian's little tagline is find what feels good. And that is so important because it's true. You can actually follow your inner being and the guidance that you're receiving from yourself by what feels good to do. The de- when you make a decision and it just makes your whole body light up and you feel good, you know, you just know that that's the right decision and that that's follow those feelings. Um, I actually was talking to a friend recently who um, was is facing a pretty big decision about leaving the cur- current job and going to this other one, she's not very happy in her current job, but this other job doesn't seem like it's going to be that much different. And it's actually further away and a little bit more inconvenient, but at the same time, it would be out of this location where she's unhappy. So there's some positives, there's some pros, but there seems to be quite as many cons. And so she feels a little confused about what the right direction is going to be. It's so hard for us to not get caught up in the fact that like, I am unhappy right now in this situation, I need to leave this situation. But then we jump feet first into a similar situation where we're just as miserable, except now it's new. You know what I mean? So how do we avoid doing that? And what I always encourage people and what I encourage her to do is to sit and breathe. I know that comes as a giant shock to you, but to literally sit, take five deep breaths and find that inner calm. And once you find that place, imagine yourself in this new place. Imagine yourself in with these new people, being surrounded by these new people, being surrounded like with that extra drive or with that little bit of a salary decrease or, you know, dealing with, um, let's say that they use PCs and you're accustomed to using Macs, like whatever it is that you know that is going to be different about this position. Picture yourself there. Imagine yourself there. Imagine yourself going into a new space, even though it's the similar draining work that you're used to doing. What does that feel like? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel kind of you know new? And so maybe there's a little bit of nerves there, or does it feel as absolutely soul draining as some of these other, as the other position? What does it feel like? Is there excitement there? Then take a couple of other breaths, maybe like five more breaths and find that inner calm again. Let that, let that imagination go and find that inner calm again. 
And now shift your focus to where you currently are. What does it feel like to stay where you are, where you're not exactly happy, but you know it, you can do the things that you're used to doing. You know, you, you know where you are, you know who you're dealing with, you know what boundaries that you have in place already and what boundaries you might need to put in place. What does that feel like? And if that's the, if those are the two options, then go with that. If there's a third or a fourth, come back to that cleansing those cleansing breaths, that clear-headed calm of the inner peace, and then imagine yourself in whatever situation is next. Find what feels best. And whatever one of those scenarios feels best that when you imagine it, that's the one to go with. So I just wanted to give you a couple of little ideas and practices on how to set these goals and habits and changes that we want to make for ourselves and in our lives in the new year. What do we want this new year to look like? And we do that by figuring out what feels good. For me, that's what I'm spending this week doing. That's what I really want to focus on this week. And um, so that when when Monday hits off and we are January 1, 2024, we can start on that new path. We can head in that. We know where our targets are. We know the trajectory of where we want to go. And it feels amazing because we know that we're making those decisions based on what we want and what feels good for us and not necessarily by what feels good for other people. I hope that's helpful. Um, and I am sending you so much love and light this week as you work that out and you figure those things out, write them down. One of the, one of my things that I really want to work on this year is I have so many ideas and I have so many thoughts and I really, really, really need to start writing them down. We don't think in full sentences and writing things down in full sentences really gives us so much more clarity. Um, the cat that I am cat sitting is contributing as well. He must agree. So I don't know if you heard him in the background, but he's meowing. So, um, he's pretty quiet. So for him to pipe in, <laughs> um, we must be on the right track for something. Go have an amazing week. And if I don't, I won't talk to you beforehand. Have a happy, happy new year and, um, go kick some ass, my friends. Hey, it's Julia again. Listen, I am so glad you're here. And I was thinking if you're enjoying this as much as I am, you should definitely check out the Life After Breath Community Facebook group. We are building an amazing community there with loads of extra content and some very special bonuses coming soon. And don't forget, you can always find me on your favorite social media platforms at Julia Christine Health. I hope to see you there, but I'll definitely see you here tomorrow.